This is episode 410 of The Amy Ayler Show. Show notes can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 410. The Amy Ayler Show is especially for powerful women that are ready to stop being so darn hard on themselves and end the cycle of burnout so they can rise into a leader that we can believe in. And on today's show, we are going to be talking about the magic and madness of menopause. This is part of the Aging with Grace series, and this is show two of three. And oh my goodness, do I have a treat for you today because I have my colleague, my friend, my one-time client, Marion Stewart with us, who is a world-renowned healthcare expert, often referred to as the pioneer of the natural menopause movement. Over the last 28 years, together with her team, she has helped tens of thousands of women around the world overcome PMS and menopause symptoms with a well-researched approach without using, wait for it, drugs, or hormones. Marion spent over 20 years helping women together with her clinic in Harley Street in London, following 1 million women viewing her four Facebook Live films on menopause at the end of 2016. She was overwhelmed with the emails and stories of extreme suffering. And in the summer of 2017, by demand from her Facebook group members, she launched her six-week Natural Menopause Solution, a live online learning initiative based on her successful five-month program. The six-week Natural Menopause Solution has become a huge success in the UK, helping women to overcome symptoms, turning women's lives around in a matter of six weeks. And I'm so excited because she's bringing the six-week Natural Menopause Solution to the US. Marianne has also written 27 popular self-help books, co-authored a series of medical papers, written regular columns for numerous daily newspapers and magazines, and had her own TV and radio shows. In January 2018, Marion Stewart was awarded a British Empire Medal by the Queen, and in December 2018, she was voted one of the most one of the 50 most inspirational women in the UK by the female in the Daily Mail. She is a mother of four children and now lives in her with her American husband in Florida and splits her time between home, New York, and London. You're going to love the show, and I highly recommend checking out Marianne's free resources at amyaylorshow.com forward slash menopause. And with that, and without further ado, go ahead and check out the show. Oh my goodness, Marianne, I am so excited to have you here on the show to talk about this important topic. And I feel like the place I want to start is what on earth had you get so deeply passionate about helping women through perimenopause and menopause and this life transition? I think it was actually, if I had to sum it up in one word, I'd say it was the universe because it was <laughs> never my intention. I was, just, I was sitting there on maternity leave and my ex-husband and three other doctors were setting up the British Society for Nutritional Medicine and they gathered 10,000 medical papers and they wanted me to sort them into conditions. These were all papers on the non-drug approach to medicine. And I found 200 papers on premenstrual syndrome. And so before too long, I was found myself training my ex-husband's nurse and we were adding it on as a service in his practice. A local journalist came as a patient, heard about it, and before I knew it, I was kind of dragged onto breakfast television, and it was all over the media because no one else was doing anything to do with non-drug medicine and PMS. And over the years, we found that 
94% of women were symptom-free after going through our four-month program, which was wow. completely symptom-free. And we also discovered, because we did five studies that we had published, that very often women had low levels of important nutrients, things like magnesium, B vitamins, iron, zinc, essential fatty acids, vitamin D, and so on, were in short supply, and they're all necessary for normal brain chemistry and normal hormone function. So when we were correcting those and teaching women how to eat well and live well, they just got symptom-free. And then I found over the years that we, that there were publications on menopause in the early 1990s. And so eventually we tweaked the program for PMS and started helping women going through the menopause. So that was how it started. And it really came about because I had this acute sense of injustice. I was just literally, we, honestly, even before emails, we had sacks of mail arriving every single day and women pouring their hearts out about their awful suffering. And I just felt the doctors aren't being educated. The women don't learn about anything to do with their hormones anytime in their lives at school or, or as adults. And they're just left to hang out to dry and it's not fair. So I just felt, well, here's the information. I know we can help them. And surely other people will come to the party over time. But unfortunately, not that many people have. And so here I am. And it was just interesting because I, I took six years out because I ran a campaign in memory of my daughter. Yes. It was completely unrelated. It was, it was um, to do with legal highs because she was a medical student who was given one. And unfortunately, she didn't survive. So for six years, I focused on that, which was a successful campaign. And when I came back, after six years, I didn't really know what to do. And I thought, well, I know how to make films because I'd done films for my TV shows and I did films for the foundation. So I'll see, I'll dip my toe in the water. And I was in, by that time, I married an American man, a gorgeous American man. Mm -hmm. I was in Florida and I didn't have many contacts, but somebody introduced me to a filmmaker and she showed me how to do Facebook live films, which I found a bit scary at first, just yes. talking to my phone. Um, and I made these four films for Facebook. And within 12 weeks, over a million women watched the films. And wow. it's all like the old days. I was just inundated with women suffering again. And I thought, well, hang on. 26 years later, this situation hasn't got any better. These wow. women have been competing in a men's world the, in the workplace. They're falling over in their 40s and 50s, and it really is completely unjust. And somewhat, because I know that even within a matter of weeks, our, our menopause program, for example, at that point was five, five months, and 91% of the women were symptom-free within five months. And really also the research shows it doesn't just help you to overcome your symptoms, but it also helps to future-proof your health so that when your ovaries stop functioning, you're much more likely to get things like osteoporosis, the bone thinning disease, dementia, heart disease, diabetes, and so on. But you can actually prevent all those things if you learn how to meet your needs. And so I'm a woman on a mission, really. We have this global mission to enlighten and inform women all over the world, because we know from surveys that we've done on literally thousands and thousands of women that they regard perimenopause and menopause as the beginning of the end of life as they knew it. Right. And it has such terrible impact on their personal lives as well as their work lives. So I'm a woman who is 46 years old. I'm starting to notice things like my period changing, my cycle changing, things getting shorter than longer than like, oh, that's light. Oh, that's heavy. Like what the hell is going on? And I feel, and I think that there's a lot of listeners who can relate to this. Like if you're on this side of things where you're in that time when things are starting to change, you're in that perimenopause phase, 
where I have so much anxiety, Marianne, about what's going to come. How bad is it going to get? Am I going to be, you know, I remember I was sitting across from a friend of mine at dinner and she was going through menopause and the hot flashes. All of a sudden I look over at her and she was just dripping from head to toe in sweat. And I'm going, oh my gosh, is this my future? And I feel like the work that you're doing is giving women so much hope because the way that you do it is you do this naturally. Yes, it's all natural and we don't use any drugs or hormones at all. But actually, it's interesting because when you look at the research, your bone mass reaches its peak in your mid-30s and your ovaries, you're born as a baby girl, we're born with millions of eggs, literally, and they get less and less and less until they dry up altogether. So when you're going through perimenopause, which is like the eight years leading up to the actual menopause, you've got all these changes going on in your body. And sometimes women get off lightly. They reckon about 20% of women don't get any symptoms at all. But on the other end of the spectrum, some, like your friend, have really severe symptoms. And so you may notice that your periods are changing, they're becoming irregular or they're heavier. Sometimes you find that your PMS that maybe you had for a few days a month becomes elongated and you've got that for what feels like every day of the month. And it just is the fact that your hormones are out of whack and also your nutrient levels are low. And so your brain chemistry and your hormones aren't going to function normally. So how I describe it is when you've got into this low nutritional state, and it's easy to understand how we do it because we have babies, many of us, we breastfeed, we go on diets, we forget to eat, we have too much alcohol, you know, whatever it is, we're stressed. And so as time goes on, And as you age, the nutrients become in short supply. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, your brain chemistry and your hormones can't function normally. So you become a bit like a bucket with a hole in it. And I describe that as going into what I call economy mode. And so everything that is involving energy, enthusiasm, joy, all those wonderful, happy things are in short supply because you've just got enough stamina to stagger from one day to the next and do what you absolutely have to do. So women can find that they feel tired, they're not sleeping very well, maybe they're getting anxious. As you mentioned, that can happen any time of the cycle. Sometimes libido starts to dip even before vaginal tissues start to dry. And it just becomes, women then feel like they become a shadow of their former selves. And that's terrifying because no one is out there telling them that it doesn't have to be that way or that they can correct it. And that's why I feel this overwhelming sense of injustice. There was a study that was published last year, a Mayo Clinic survey on doctors and gynecologists in the US, and it showed that only 7% of them felt adequately educated to help women going through menopause. And I just thought that is what? that is atrocious. Do you know, it's so astounding. It, it can't be like that. And so that's why I feel it's really important to raise the profiles. So for women to understand, this isn't a death sentence. This isn't anything other than a transition. And if you learn how to meet your needs, it could be a transition to the best time in your life. You can feel better than you can remember because you may have gone downhill so slowly you didn't notice you were going downhill. So suddenly when you have your midlife refuel, 
you get to feel turbocharged and all your symptoms disappear and you then know how to keep yourself in good shape in the long term. And that is, I think, every single woman has on this planet has a right to that. Yes, please. Everyone listening, you have the right <laughs> to feel good in your body. And, you know, I mean, I've been so humbled over the last couple of years myself with some various health challenges and it's it's incredibly humbling and and it's just such a huge thing of getting that to, how much we take our health for granted and when it's not there to be faced with that daily feeling of wow i i don't even know how to get out of bed this morning i don't feel good in my body and we all deserve that feeling of vitality so i'm wondering marianne for those women that are listening you know, maybe there's some women that will kind of start from some of the younger women that might be listening, that maybe they're doing some of, you know, having some PMS symptoms. What's one tool or trick or a piece of advice that you would give those women? Well, obviously there's tons of different PMS symptoms, so it depends what they've got. But I would say eat regularly, don't skip meals, Mm -hmm. and probably reduce caffeine and do some exercise. I know that's not one thing, but there's like (laughs) a few things that they can pick and choose from. Um, All of those things will be helpful. But the problem is I describe my program like a pie, and you've got to have a a taste of each slice to really get the results. So just cutting the coffee isn't going to cut it. Mm. You know, if, if you've got cravings or, uh, you know, it may help if you're not sleeping very well or feeling anxious and having palpitations, but it may not help. To, well, it certainly it's not going to help to get the refuel that you need to get your hormones functioning again in the, the way they should be. Yeah. So there's a whole load of things that you can do to get yourself in good shape, but you just need to take on board the right information, the right diet, the right supplements, do some exercise, and your PMS should be completely controlled within the space of about four months. And the good thing about that is that my PMS patients, when they came back to me, some of them, for help at the time of the menopause, they hadn't gone down the dark rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. They were just coming to tweak what they were already doing and then get on with perimenopause and menopause, and it wasn't bad at all. And so the earlier that you catch all this, the earlier you learn to meet your needs is obviously the better. But the other thing to say is that sometimes people get misdiagnosed along the way. Yeah. So for example, I've had lots of patients. I had one patient who came to see me when she was in her mid forties, I think. Yeah. And for 10 years, she thought she had dementia and oh, she'd gosh. been seeing all sorts of different doctors. She'd had all brain scans and all sorts of things. And she was literally getting ready to say, goodbye to her family oh my goodness and it turned out that it was nothing more than she needed her midlife refuel and once she had it she never had another symptom she went off and she retrained became counselor and specializing in helping women you know it's like I so many I could tell you so many stories like that of, of stories where women are literally suicidal yeah and in some cases have attempted suicide and just cannot just cannot feel find anything positive about life or living. And yet, once they've got their refuel, they're as sane as you and I and, and just as enthusiastic about life. And so it doesn't, it, 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 I find, sometimes I get very tearful, I have to say, because I hear so many awful stories. But the great thing is, uh, last year we got together 
10 women to make a film about their experience of going through the menopause program. And I, when they were all sitting around the table and they were all telling their stories, I'd actually forgotten how bad they were before they came on my program. Right. And listening to them all, because I now know them as well women, but listening to them just made me cry because I realized that it was life-saving yes. in many cases. And now those women are a formidable force and they're doing some amazing things to change the world. And I feel really... Um, I guess proud or humbled as well that I had a role in that. And that it, and if you can just see the ripple effect of this, because what we're trying to do right now is developing tech so that we can scale this and help women all over the world. And the ripple effect will be unbelievable because instead of women being crippled in midlife, not being able to function, becoming a burden on their families, not being able to work and bombing out of society they're going to be really turbocharged and be able to contribute in all the ways that they're needed to to put their wisdom to good use and so that's what drives me and that's what gets me out of bed every day so going back to you were saying sorry I've got off the subject of PMS and then no, you've got no, that's, well that's great though I just want to highlight what you said here and and what I'm really getting from this and I feel like what I've learned with my own health challenges and and watching even my almost 13 year old daughter, you know, who's has her cycle now and all of that stuff. And we keep talking about nutrition and moving our bodies and these kind of things. And it's like for her to learn at 13 years old, how to take exquisite care of her body, not from the space of, I want to look like this model, or I want to have my body look like punish her, you know, your body into submission. So it looks a certain way. But from genuinely that space of wanting to feel good in your body, like this is something that as women, we numb out about because we're so inundated in media about having to look a certain way that our relationships with our bodies become toxic. It's like this insane cycle of self-abuse even around but I think, but I think it's, it's it, but I actually think a lot of it is due to lack of education absolutely if, if we understood how to meet the needs of our body and god knows mother nature shouts loudly enough because there's a whole load of physical signs of vitamin and mineral deficiency that you can see on your skin hair and nails but we're just never taught about it but if they did learn how to keep themselves in good shape we find for example on both our pms program and the menopause program is that women lose weight without dieting and when they're exercising they tone up so yeah. they look better they feel better people stop them in the street and say wow, what have you done? Because their skin is glowing. Their hair looks shiny. Do you know they look as if they're present? Yes. Yes. Well, and and the come from though is from the space of health and vitality and wanting to feel good versus punishing ourselves, feeling like we don't deserve to eat, feeling like like just the whole diet culture bullshit that happens all the time from such a young age. It's just, it's so detrimental. And then all of a sudden we go to PMS, to childbearing years, and then perimenopause and menopause. And it's like, what if we just viewed this as a massive wake-up call to really take care of ourselves? Like really, really, really take care of ourselves versus this kind of oh yeah, I'm taking a bath and I'm practicing self-care. It's like, no, like deeply, deeply. And that's what, that's what I love about your work is that the come from of it is 
about getting the vitamins, getting the nutrients, making sure that your body is really feeling as good as it can possibly feel. Yeah, I think the only other thing to say, though, is I guess my disappointment along the way has been that when it comes to prevention, as human beings, we're generally not that great at it. So true. Especially women. We get so busy and and doing everything for everybody else that we have all these good intentions about looking after ourselves. But because we're not in pain, it doesn't really come in as a priority. Yep. And so it's not until they get into pain right. that I see them in, you know, well, what used to be my clinic in Harley Street. Now these days it's virtual. And yeah. um, it, it's unfortunately we have to be in pain to really take everything on board because you do have to make changes. Right. You know, it's not, I don't have a magic wand. I have a really successful program, but we work in a partnership to, to implement it. Yeah. And so there has to be... Um, some effort put in and maybe a few sacrifices along the way, although it isn't a life sentence. And as you said, it's all natural. So there are no side effects or downsides. Yes. Right. But I, but I hear what you're saying. There's comforts we have to give up, addictions that we have to give up, things that it's like, oh, you know, just even the mention of the coffee. I know for a lot of women is like, forget it. I don't want to give that up. If If what it's costing you, it's feeling like crap in your body every day, then hello, what a, what a small price to pay. I know, and I hear so many women say, oh, I can't give that up. That's that's what gives me the energy to get out of bed in the morning. I think, hey, but if you had more energy than that without coffee, wouldn't you want that? Yes, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Okay, so let's talk about perimenopause specifically. And what is a tip or two that you can give women like me that are in that phase where things are just starting to change a little bit, where we could maybe approach menopause in a way that sets us up for success at this phase versus waiting until it gets really, really, really bad. Yeah. So I would say when you get into perimenopause, that's when you really ideally want to get in with both feet and find the right kind of program for yourself. So you want to be boosting your nutrient levels to get them back into an optimum range. You want to start consuming mother nature's estrogen so in things like soy and flax seeds, and so that as your own estrogen levels are falling, you can top up with naturally occurring estrogen, and you can actually fool your brain into thinking you've got normal circulating estrogen again. And I've had patients who have gone into an early menopause in their late 30s, early 40s, and when we got them back into an optimum range, the periods just came back regularly again. And although you don't really want to have your periods all the time, it is better for you if you have them until the natural age of menopause, because then you are more resilient to things like heart disease and dementia and osteoporosis. So it is better if you can keep having your periods in your natural menstruating years. And what is the natural years? Like what are the age ranges that you're seeing in general these days? Well, the average age for menopause is 51. And menopause, believe it or not, is only one day. (laughs) I didn't actually realize that until I started really researching this area, but it's the anniversary of your last period. So right. one year, no period, you're menopausal. And then the next day, you're postmenopausal. So most people don't really understand that. So perimenopause lasts for about eight years leading up to the menopause. So it can start in your early 40s. And then the day after you've had the anniversary, you're postmenopausal for the rest of your life. And 
I remember doing a book signing at Menopause the Musical when I was in Australia one year. And <laughs> yeah, I, was, I saw that show. I saw that I was, show in West Hollywood. It was so it's fun. <laughs> I was standing in the foyer because I was there for several days, actually. I was listening to the conversations as the women went past. And they were saying, oh, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. And I'm thinking, no, you haven't, you know, because if you don't learn to meet your needs, you're never going to have naturally occurring estrogen again. And your nutrients aren't going to come back by some magical um, happening. You know, you've got to work at getting yourself back into good shape because 100 years or so ago, we weren't living much past 50. But now 40-something is very much halfway for many of us. Yes. And so we need, we weren't built to last. And so we've got to learn how to meet our needs, how to keep our bones strong, how to prevent dementia, how to look after our heart health, as well as keeping our symptoms at bay. And we don't want to be achy before our time. We don't want to have this great wadge of fat around the middle that we can't shift. We don't want to feel like we've lost ourselves and we don't recognize the person we see when we look in the mirror. None of that is necessary if you learn how to meet your needs. Yeah. What would you say is the number one need in like just from a chemistry, biological, um, you know, nutrient, like what's the number one need that you feel like women are not meeting in the perimenopause and menopause phase? Something that you see almost every time. Well, their nutrient levels are low. We know that from all the research that we've done. And so it's hard to just say one nutrient. We found magnesium was probably the most common deficiency. But then again, vitamin D is a common deficiency. So are essential fatty acids. There are lots of others. So I, I think I'd have to say getting yourself back into good nutritional shape is really important. Yes. Um, we do have a, a free nutritional download, which I can share with you. Uh, oh, you can send the link out and people can... Yeah, um, so we'll put that in the show notes, everybody. The link to that. Yeah, yeah that's so great. That. Um, so that helps them to learn how to meet their needs because it will be a lesson that they've never learned for most of them. Mm. Um, and I think that probably... And then the other side of it is because you've got empty estrogen receptor sites. And this is, again, people fail to understand the dangers of that. So when those receptor sites become empty, when you've no longer got estrogen circulating around your body from your ovaries, then your body is hungry for estrogen. So it hunts around for any old estrogen it can find, and it will take the environmental estrogen, which is so harmful. Mm. So those estrogens have been shown, for example, to increase the incidence of breast cancer. So if you had a race between Mother Nature's estrogen, the environmental estrogen, and hormone replacement therapy, Mother Nature's estrogen wins the race, hops into the receptor site, seals it off, falls the brain into thinking you've got normal circulating estrogen, and all is well. And so that's another really big reason why we want to get this message across so that people understand that it's not just a nice idea to top up on naturally occurring estrogen, it's really important to protect yourself against nasty things and to keep, when you've got the estrogen circulating around your body, looking like natural estrogen, the factory that made all the bone cells and protected you from heart disease and kept your vagina nice and moist and protected you from dementia as well, all those cells stay in production. It's like the lights in the factory go back on again and everything starts ticking over and you are protected. Even to the point where, when I was doing research for my latest book, there's research to show that what you consume 
not just helps you to feel better, but it can also decrease the depths of wrinkles in your skin, for example, in the space of 12 weeks. So it has a a massively profound effect on every level on us, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually, physically. You know, it just changes. It's a game changer. Love it. I know that you have, um, because of course we could talk about this forever, and I know you have a six-week program, and you also have this wonderful free webinar coming up. Can you tell people a little bit about this webinar and what you're going to cover on that so that they can check that out? Yes. So the webinar is an hour and the presentation is about half an hour. And what I do in that is I talk about the underlying problems that are occurring in our body as we age. So from maybe early menopause, sometimes people have a surgical menopause through to menopause itself and even a bit on postmenopause. And then talk about how you can redress the balance, how you can get this midlife refuel, obviously giving more tips than I did today because there's more time. And then I have about half an hour for questions. So I can take questions live and answer in real time what the concerns that people have uh, need answering. And we find that that gives, the very least it does, it gives people hope. It's hope that there's a a light at the end of this tunnel and it isn't the bad situation that we thought it was because we know from all the surveys that we've done that this wrecks relationships. More than 50% of women can't have an orgasm. 70% get vaginal dryness. Huge numbers of women, 74% of women, working women, said that their productivity and efficiency is affected and they can't function properly in the workplace. Lots of them think of leaving the workplace because they feel so bad and they're so embarrassed. It has a terrible effect on self-esteem and people gain weight when they haven't ever gained weight before. It's just like a runaway train. They just do not know. It's like we come with this body and no one ever teaches us. There's no manual. You know, so at no time in our lives do we know how to meet our needs. And so this is a, it's a, a really important time at midlife to learn exactly what's going on in your body and how you can meet your needs so that you can get out of this mess and back onto dry land so that you're in the driving seat and you can feel well for the rest of your life. I love it. I really want to encourage all of you to check out this webinar. If you are a woman that is in that perimenopause phase, in menopause, feeling like crap, or even just wanting to prevent having to feel like crap before you get help, definitely check this out. You can go to amyaylorshow.com forward slash menopause, amyaylorshow.com forward slash menopause, and you'll find a way to register for Marianne's upcoming webinar. It will also be in the show notes as well, as well as information about that download that she mentioned I just encourage everyone. I've been, I've known Marion now for years, um, probably like what, like five, six years now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's quite a yeah, while. Yeah, something like that. And I've just been blown away at the way that you're showing up to be of such incredible service to women that are going through this transition and the generosity of heart and of wisdom that you have. I mean, this woman has done her research, y'all. Like, it is incredible. And the success stories alone are just jaw-dropping. And, you know, you started talking about the injustice. And I remember hearing about um, 
that when it comes to erectile dysfunction, there's something like over 80 drugs that address that. But then for women, there was no drugs that addressed sexual dysfunction at all. And this is the way research goes, right? That when you look at, this is the patriarchy at work. And when you look at it, when you look at studies that are being done, where funding is going to, women get left behind all the time. And I can't tell you how many friends of mine who have gone through menopause are sitting there with a male doctor that basically just kind of pats them on the head and says, this is kind of what you have to go through. And what I love about Marion is that she's taking a stand saying, actually, that's BS. You do not have to do this. And in fact, this can be the midlife fuel, as you call it, that you're looking for to really create the next best part of your life, like that the best can be yet to come instead of having it be this downhill slide into hell, which I feel like so many women are bracing themselves for. Absolutely. And I think that especially, and the other thing is that we've surveyed men as well as women Mm. and the men are feeling rejected and afraid really, because they don't know how to broach the subject. They're scared stiff of mentioning anything. The women don't talk about it because they are afraid that the men, if they really know what's going on, are going to run for the hills. Right. And it's so it's the, it's a kind of breakdown of everything. And it's so unfair and it's so wrong that this should happen to women. Yeah. And so I just feel it's important and I intend to spend the next five years changing all this so that we switch it around. And even maybe in the workplace, because we're doing lots of work in the workplace um, with big household name companies to really maybe one day there'll be a midlife refuel for men as well yes. you know, to level the playing field. So there's no stigma. I love that. Right now it's stigma, isn't it? What do they do? Um, in the UK, at least, they were they were talking about it in the Houses of Parliament, and they decided that they would really acknowledge menopause and that they would give women more flexible working hours and that they would give them a desk fan. Mm. And I thought, you know, and the media were reporting on that, saying, isn't that good? And I'm thinking, hell no, that's not good at all. Why would women want to be denigrated in that way? They've been competing with men all their lives. The last thing they want is an M badge. You know, they want a solution right. so they can get out of hormone hell and just get back to being the person that they really are. I love that. Getting out of hormone hell. Yes. So, <laughs> Marianne, I know we're wrapping up here. Again, everyone, check out the free webinar that Marianne has coming up. If you've resonated with this conversation, amyaylorshow.com forward slash menopause. And I want to ask you one final question that I ask all my guests here on the Amy Ayler Show. And that is what's messy and what's magical about your life these days, Marianne? Oh, what's messy is I'm in, because I normally come and go across the Atlantic because I've got little, um, I've got my kids and I've got two teeny grandchildren in London and I, ne- I normally get to see them. So I'm missing them like crazy. So I've just got myself a puppy. And that's magical. And I have the most wonderful husband and I live looking over the ocean and I, I'm, I am very blessed, I have to say. So I have got, um, I try and practice what I preach, um, not in a fanatical way, but I do my exercise. I love my meditation and all the good stuff. And I'm just very grateful every day. So I kind of work from a place of being grateful every new day that I have. And I think that's a, I try and kind of 
get other people to do the same rather than being in fear about what may happen tomorrow. Just be make today as good as you can. Beautiful. Marianne, thank you so much for being on the show. I know that my, my hope and my intention and my wish is that every woman listening that feels like she's in some kind of hormone hell, whether that's PMS or perimenopause or in, in menopause, you haven't had your period for six months, whatever it is, that you will run, not walk, to go and work with Marianne in her program, get a one-on-one consultation if that's what's right for you, just so that you know there are resources, you can get help, you do not have to suffer in silence. And this is such an important part of women taking their power back when it comes to their health and their vitality. And now more than ever, especially with this pandemic and the you know financial crisis, I feel like so many people are suffering right now in so many ways. And then you add on this layer of having your hormones and your nutrients and your minerals out of whack. And it's enough to make people go insane. So I really want you to reach out and get that help. You do not have to suffer alone. And Marion's the perfect one to help you with all of that. And also, I think just to end off by saying that by doing that, you're boosting your immunity because the program automatically, when when you're having your refuel, you are going to make yourself more resilient. And God knows we all need that right now with what's going on in the world. So I think it's, it's now is a perfect time to learn how to meet your needs. Love it. So with that, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, we have a wonderful guest um, on the next Amy Ayler show um, named Jennifer, who's going to talk with us about old chicks, no shit. I decided to do a little aging series here for all of us. And so I know you're going to love that show um, and in a couple weeks here that's going to drop. And until then, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of life. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.